0: Welcome to this episode of Planting Seeds. I'm Keith Jones, the Preaching Minister of Calera Church of Christ, and I've prepared a short message from Scripture that's intended to be the planting of a seed that, if cultivated, will in time produce fruit in the lives of the listeners. Now, let's get started. The Lord bless him, keep you May His face shine upon you And be gracious In this episode, we'll continue our study of the book of Romans by looking at Romans chapter 2, verses 1 through 16. If you have a Bible with you, follow along while I read. Therefore, you have no excuse, O man, every one of you who judges, for in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, practice the very same things, On the day of wrath, when God's righteous judgment will be revealed, he will render to each one according to his works. To those who by patience and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, he will give eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. There will be tribulation and distress for every human being who does evil the Jew first and also the Greek, but glory and honor and peace for everyone who does good, the Jew first and also the Greek, for God shows no partiality. For all who have sinned without the law will also perish without the law, and all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not the hearers of the law who are righteous before God, but the doers of the law who will be justified." talked about the power of the gospel and its necessity for us to escape the problems of this world and make the most of our life here. But in chapter 2, he also lets us know that the power of that gospel is important to us because there is a day coming when we'll be judged according to the gospel. And he warns us in verse 3 that we will not be judged on how well we judge other people. We can't go around just pointing out the things that other people do wrong and tell them they're going to hell without paying attention to our own actions because according to verse 13, it's not the hearers of the law who are justified before God, but the doers of the law who will be justified. Those people who actually do what God says will be judged by their own actions. We're even told that God will judge the secrets of men. But we're told that this judgment will happen according to the gospel. And remember, the word gospel means good news. So this judgment is actually good news for several different reasons. First of all, that's good news because it means we don't have to be the judge. That's important because Paul says if we're the judge of others based on our criteria for judgment, we'll end up condemning ourselves. So we can leave the judging to God, a God who has promised to show mercy. But it's also good news because that day is still in the future, which means we have time to repent. Paul says that God's kindness is meant to lead us to repentance, to change the course of our lives, so that as we approach that day, we find ourselves covered by His grace. But Paul makes sure that his readers understand that there is not one group of people who gets more mercy than others. Everyone has the same access to God's mercy. He mentions specifically multiple times, this is true for the Jew and for the Greek. And Paul says that being rewarded with that mercy is a result of desire and the condition of our heart. In verse 7, Paul said, those who by patience and well-doing seek glory and honor and immortality, God will give them eternal life. And in verse 10, he says, glory and honor and peace comes to everyone who does good. By contrast, though, Paul has a warning for those who do not have that type of desire and that heart for God. He lets them know that those who are selfish and ambitious— Those who obey unrighteousness will experience wrath and fury. We need to see the contrast that Paul has set up here. He's talked about the doing of good and contrast that with selfishness. Being willing to do things for others that are helpful to others, that draw others to God, is rewarded. People who only use God's grace and God's blessings for their own selfish purposes will miss out on their reward. We all have sinned and we all deserve to perish. But there are some with that realization who are willing to reach out and be kind and helpful to others in the name of God, and he will rescue them. Paul lets us know in this section that all people, whether or not they're familiar with God and his will and what he said, they've all sinned. So they all need this mercy. The ones who will receive it are the ones who respond to God by seeking to do well to their fellow man. Those who miss out on that are the ones who selfishly try to promote themselves in this life. And as Jesus says during his ministry, those folks have received their reward in full. There's one other thing I'd like to note in what Paul says here. And I think it's very important because I think in our day, we have a tendency to feel like we have experienced God's favor when we're getting the things we want, when things aren't going badly. But Paul warns his readers, they should not confuse mercy with approval. Just because God is being kind to them, just because God is being patient with them, that he is putting up with them, doesn't mean that they're getting it right. It just means that God's giving them an opportunity to get it right before this time of judgment in verse 4 he said do you presume on the riches of his kindness and his forbearance and patience not knowing that god's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance i think it's very tempting for us to feel like when we're getting away with doing bad things that means that god's okay with it he's going to overlook it that that i can count on god to be merciful to me even though i continue to indulge myself i continue to keep doing the things i want to do rather than the things he's called me to do. But Paul says that's only meant to lead you to repentance. That's only giving you the space to turn to him. He's just trying to keep you from digging a hole so deep that you can never get out of it. He keeps giving you the time, the space, the opportunity to turn to him and see the benefit of doing things his way. The Apostle Peter wrote to a group of people who were struggling with similar ideas. They were concerned that maybe God wasn't fulfilling his promises because Jesus had not returned yet. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, Peter wrote, The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises. Some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. People who were eager for Jesus to come back and set things right and punish those wicked people. We're being warned that Jesus delaying in his return was actually an opportunity for them to get their lives right so that when judgment did come, they would be able to receive mercy. And with all this patience and kindness, these opportunities to repent, to put ourselves on a path that leads us to God instead of destruction, we have to realize that the more and more mercy that he gives us, the more responsibility we have to accept it or we will experience God's wrath and fury. So in this letter, as Paul's writing to Christians about the deep things of Christianity, right here at the beginning, he holds up a mirror and asks his readers to look at themselves Is the life we are living one that reflects God's kindness and His patience and His mercy? Are we willing to patiently do good as God works through us, in us, and around us to bring about His purposes? Or do we selfishly pursue the things that are important to us? Is it easy for us to point at others who are doing it wrong? find fault in them, or are we willing to look at ourselves and make sure that we're on the path that leads to glory and honor and peace? Paul lets us know that those who have God's Word written on their hearts will have it reflected in their actions, that in their pursuit of immortality, they will patiently go about doing good and in doing so be rewarded with eternal life. Thank you for listening. You can find more of these messages on our website, calirachurchofchrist.org, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter.